What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What up, world? Welcome back to All The Smoke. I'm Las Vegas, the legend suite. Pedro, what's good? Shit, you? Man, we killing it this week. This is a big episode, big brother to me. I, uh, I really appreciate him, because when the big three started, a lot of people didn't believe that what I could do in basketball and didn't appreciate my game, but my big brother made me a captain pulled me in, and I was just punishing bars upon punishing and he bars. he instantly knew he made a mistake. No, I was punishing <laughs> bars. I was punishing bars, but now nah, we got our big bro. On the show today, coach of the Portland Trailblazers, big shot, Chauncey Billups. Chauncey, appreciate you being here, man. man. Like you oh, said, we've been good. trying to line this up for a minute. I know. I'm happy we, we finally here. got it done. It's all man. about timing. Getting ready for year two. How you feeling? What's going on? Man, I'm excited for real, man. Like, year one was rough. It was really rough. Um, I was really excited, obviously, about the opportunity. 
and things changed really quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, Dane was hurt the whole time. CJ punctured his lung. I mean, it just was a lot. And then we ended up changing gears, making the moves we made, and we just took some lumps, bro, like crazy. So I'm so excited now that we done kind of built the team the way that I like dudes. I like, you know how I like them. Mm -hmm. Tough, play both sides of the ball, mm -hmm. share the basketball, play together. So we made some good moves. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Dane's back healthy. The young boy, Ant Simons, he really, his ascension was beautiful last year. He cold. As much as you don't want to see CJ leave, Simons is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm all about development. Mm -hmm. You know, let him rock. He showed the world that he nice, so... I'm excited about year two, for real. What kind of identity are you trying to implement with this team? I mean, you were someone who won your championship off, off a of defense. Yeah. And like you said before, sharing the ball. So similar identity for this team? Yeah. You know, yeah, and y'all too know this, like the game has changed so much. But at the end of the day, the best of the best, it's all the same. Right. You got to play hard. You got to compete. You got to share the ball. You know, you got to be good teammates. You got to sacrifice. None of those things have ever changed. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the concepts and principles, they're changing a little bit. But the best teams and the way that they win, that has never changed at all from the generations before us right. to now. The best teams that you see, bro, they, they, they play together. They play defense. They compete. They talk about the three ball and all of that, which is really prevalent right now. But everything is all the same. So I see the game the way that I played the game. You know, we're going to compete. We're going to be hard, man. I like goons out there. Key new pieces. Obviously, Simon signs his deal. Uh, you pick up Jeremy Grant, who's a nice two-way player. Uh, Shaden Sharp, I like him. He didn't. He played one, got hurt. Yeah. But the one move he made, he's that baseline fadeaway shot, that's a pro move. Yeah. That was, I, yeah. I was like, he, this kid's a pro. He called. He's seen that move. He's got talent. And then one of my favorite players in the league, Gary Payton. The second, yeah. uh, someone who's had to grind every step of the way, and you guys rewarded him with a nice contract. So I'm really excited. Like you said, you you got guys that they kind of fit your mentality, yeah. and uh, that's important. How important is having someone like Dame? Obviously, he was hurt most of the year, but not only just what he can do on the court, but the leadership, because you guys have a fairly young team. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, Dame is just, I think y'all all see it, and he's really, he's always honest in his interviews. He's just a real one, you know. He's loyal, obviously, y'all know that, but he's really from a generation before that he's playing in. He, he's one yep. of, he's, he's from that, mm -hmm. that cloth, you know. So having him healthy, um, having them just pouring into, you know, Ant and you know, having Nurk back and little GP, who's, who we talked about, he just, he my kind of dude. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he gonna play the right way at all times. Jeremy Grant. Bringing him on board, having that athleticism, you know, every in the game today, a lot of people switch everything, mm -hmm. at least one through four. He can guard all that. He can switch stuff. He can take advantage of, you know, small matchups when they switch, you know, with him in there. So we, we'll have a lot of opportunity to do a lot of different things this year. So what do you see? I mean, I know it's earlier. Is it is it is it Dame Simmons or Simons, uh, the young rookie Grant and. Your big fella back? Or is uh, that three open? Yeah, no, nah, the three the three is open, but I kind of see it right now. Like, another kid that really made a jump for us last year until he got hurt was Nazir Little. Mm, he played really well. He was hooping. Mm -hmm. He was hooping. He's really athletic. He can shoot the three. He can guard. So I see, you know, him, Josh Hart, who mm -hmm. we got, who was, who was balling too. Solid. 
I see them in that, you know, kind of okay. three spot. But the young boy Shaden, he 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 got a chance to be special. Yeah, he got some talent. He got a real chance to be special. Hadn't played much basketball of late, but got a lot of talent. Yeah. I had another question. You, uh, we, you was talking about how rough year one was. Do you take, because being a player, do you take the same lumps and the ups and downs of a season the same way as a coach as you did as a player? Yeah. Yeah, you do, man. It's almost, it's probably worse. Than, yeah. For real, for yeah, real. That's it's, why it's I It's probably asked. a lot worse. You know, as a point guard and when I played, I really kind of, I took on more than anybody. You know, I'm thinking the whole, after the mm -hmm. games, I'm fried because mm -hmm. I'm really thinking about any way that I can get on top. And I'm thinking about how I can make you better, mm -hmm. you better, get she this shot, mm -hmm. get the, I'm thinking about all of that. So I'm not even physically burnt after the game. I'm really mentally that way. Now it's all mentally. I'm not physically, you not know, all, yeah. doing nothing, obviously. But mentally, like, you got to prepare for so much every single game. You're preparing for everything. And sometimes 60% of those things never happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're not prepared, you're going to get exposed. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. But I love it. And it's just hoop at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. you know. Um, it's beautiful. I love it, man. I'm glad I did it. Talk about growing up in uh, Denver, Colorado. Yeah, so I'm from, um, it's funny, like, I'm from Denver, and everybody, like, when I used to go to AU tournaments and all that, everybody be like, damn, man, you, you ride horses and shit? Are you ski? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, that shit costs money, man. You grew up in the inner city, you can't do that. Yeah. Unless they doing free stuff for the kids. But, man, I had a great childhood. You know, I, I grew up... Um, I'm one of the only dudes in my in the whole neighborhood that had a mom and dad in the crib that both worked, you know, and we ain't really, for real, we ain't really had nothing, but we was cool, you know, we was cool. But my neighborhood's called Park Hill. I take a lot of pride in it. Got that tattered on me early when I was really young. Um, and it's just like any other inner city, you know, it's gang violence, drugs, everything, you know. It's everything, it's a hood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I take a lot of pride in where I'm from. Not a lot of people made it um, out of my neighborhood. There's a few, but not really, not a lot. So you know how it is when we make it, the whole hood make it. The whole hood make it. And you, you, you carry that with you, you know, throughout. You carry the flag the whole way through. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's, it's been beautiful. You know, I love it. I go home um, all the time. My parents still live there. My wife is from there. My wife is from my neighborhood. So mm. it's beautiful. That's dope. When did basketball come in the mix when he was growing up? I, I first played football, and I loved football. What position? You know, at that age, you playing both. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm quarterback and safety. Yeah. That was my very first love. And the funny thing is I only played basketball, started playing basketball, because you need something to do. In the offseason. Off, I mean, mm -hmm. the idle time for in the inner city is... is, is no bueno. It ain't good. So I started playing basketball. And I played all the way, played both all the way kind of through middle school. And I remember one day meeting with my, not meeting, but just kind of sitting down talking with my mom. My, my, my dream was to only go to college. I didn't think about no pro or nothing. I just wanted to go to college. Nobody ever in my family ever been to college. And so talking to my mom one day, she was just like asking me that. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And she was like, well, that'll be good, but you probably gonna have to get a scholarship because I can't, we mm -hmm. can't afford to. So at that point, I had to make a decision. Football or basketball. I like football better, but I was better in basketball. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, if I'm better, I'm probably going to get a scholarship. Uh, I quit playing football and just kept hooping. So yeah, it worked out. Growing up in Denver, who did you idolize playing basketball? Like, who did you like patting your game after? You know, I, I was a mad. I'm always been a Magic. Magic was my all-time favorite player. And again, like there was like some dudes in my neighborhood that was high school players that I was like, man, I want to, you know, I want to be like them. But like big picture, Magic was. I wasn't a Laker fan, but I was a Magic guy mm-hmm. um, because he just. It always seemed like he was having fun out there. Like he was doing a lot of winning, but he was having fun. He was sharing the ball, like. I just always really admired the way that Magic just went about everything, not just hooping. So he was kind of my guy. Mr. Colorado in basketball three times, selected to the McDonald's game but didn't play. What was the McDonald's experience even though you didn't play? Man, it was crazy because I did, like, that was my goal in college was to make it to the, you know, that was all of our goal. McDonald's. To make McDonald's. And I felt like we had maybe the best class ever in 1995. Right before us. Um, name some of them. Name some of them. Well, you got one right there behind the camera, Jelani McCoy, mm-hmm. uh, myself. But then you, you the big dogs like KG, Steph Marbury, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, Vince Carter, Paul Pierce, Ron Mercer, mm-hmm. uh, Sham God, mm-hmm. Antoine Jameson. We was deep. We had, we had a unit. We had a unit. We had a unit for sure. Um, tracked the trailer. God bless the, the dead. Mm-hmm. We had a lot. We had a lot. So for me to make it to that was everything, you know, especially coming from Denver. Ain't nobody. We ain't got nobody. In right. high school basketball, you listed Mr. Colorado and all that. That was, that was really easy to get. It wasn't a lot of players. I ain't from where y'all from. So my real season was summertime, AAU. I'm I'm looking for y'all. I'm looking yeah. for I'm looking to how can I get my name up? Mm-hmm. And so I've took that summer very very seriously, and that's how I was able to be lucky enough to be a McDonald's All American. But in the playoffs that year in high school, I had dislocated my shoulder, so it put me out. So I didn't get to do it. But it, it was in St. Louis. I went to it, had a good time. Uh, it was it was an awesome time. So. It was all worth it, even though I didn't get to play in it. Who was your roommate? Um, I think it was Ryan Robertson. Ryan Robertson. He Ryan ended Robertson. up going to, to Kansas, Kansas, right? Yeah. Who was yours? My roommate was uh, Jerry Brown. You decided to stay home uh, and go to Colorado. Were there any other schools that... Jelani said he was your roommate. You was? Yeah, my bad, dog. My bad, Lonnie. My bad, my bad, my bad. Hey, he confused My roommate you. was Delaney McCoy, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know he, what I'm saying? He, he confused you with a 6'2 Big guard. Fella. I might be wrong about my That's roommate, crazy. too. That's a long time Maybe ago. Maybe that was yeah, at USA I might be wrong about my roommate. I ain't gonna lie to you, because Jerry Brown was on the West, so he might not have been my roommate. That's funny. You decided to stay, go home, and go to Colorado. Were there any other schools you considered? You know what's funny about it, Matt, is... Colorado wasn't even in my top five at the mm. time when I narrowed it down. It was Georgia Tech, Arizona, I had UCLA, um, I had Michigan. Man, I ended up, like, I went to a few visits. And in my senior year, I lost my grandma and my grandfather, right? And so every time I went on a visit, I came home. I could tell that my mom was, like, happy that I went, but she was really kind of sad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'm about to 
I'm, I called a press conference like the next week, and I just announced that I was going to come. They ain't even know. They surprised, Colorado surprised everybody. Know. But they was recruiting me hard, and the right. dude that was recruiting me, who became my coach, Ricardo Patton, became one of my big biggest mentors. He was going hard, but you know I'm trying to trying mm. to do the thing. But man, I just felt I just felt I just felt right. You know what I'm saying? And I just had the press conference. They ain't even know I was about to do it. Now, so I was going to Colorado. So, what was that love like? Cause you, I mean, you was a hometown. He stayed home. Yeah. Was that with love on campus? Was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. I wish they had the NIL back then. Man, boy. right. <laughs> boy, could have got some I money. I stayed in school, boy. Could have got you. But you used to have hair back then. You could have got you a hair right. treatment Ooh. deal. Yeah, your shit was <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, with the partner front. Yeah, yeah. Chance had hair back then. Y'all didn't Man, know Chance back good then. Good grass too, boy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had a, you had a good. Yeah, yeah, you had a good run. <laughs> yeah, the good grass too, boy. Used to dip and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You had a good. Good memory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. So two years, uh, you make the tournament for the first time since 1969, All-American, 18-6-5 and five over your career. What was the best part about that two-year run? The best part was that none of it was easy. Man, my first year, we was like 500. It was, it was funny because my first year was the last year of the Big 8, and then my second year was the first year of the Big 12. And... Uh, Man, I, I had a heck of a year my first year, but we was weak, man. We just didn't have a lot of talent. And we was, as you just said, we was a bad team for a long time. Changed the coach. We really didn't get no more big recruits, but we turned it all the way around. We went from like second to last in the Big A to second in the Big 12. And uh, I had a obviously a good year, but we had a good team. So like just the beauty of just that transformation was it for me and then we go to the NCAA tournament, and I felt like we should have been a higher seed, so I was playing with that chip anyway. And we ended up playing Indiana. Bobby Knight, they, they had it all set up where if North Carolina would have won, if they win two games in the tournament, that was Dean Smith's, they were going to break the record. So they tried to set it up where it was going to be Bobby Knight against Dean Smith. You fucked it all up. I wasn't having that shit. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I wasn't having that. So we, so we ended up playing Indiana. We boned them. Mm. We smoked them. And then we ended up playing Vince Carter and Twan. And, and they were so much better than we were. But um, we was up one at the half in North Carolina. For him to break the all-time record, all his players came back. We up one at the half. I ain't even going to tell you what happened. The ref stepped in, huh? I ain't, I'm li I ain't even going to tell you what happened. But anyway, they was better than us. They should have beat us anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. But they, just, they shouldn't have beat us like that. Mm. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying. They, I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So the third pick in the 97 draft, which was a heavy draft, Stack was in it, Duncan, T-Mac. Best memory about leading up to the draft, whether it be workouts or yeah. conversations with people, anything that stick out in your mind? Man, you know, I, I left I left Colorado and I went. My agent was in Connecticut at the time, so I went and trained in Connecticut. And man, I just locked in, man. I just really locked in. And at the time when I left, I was supposed to be like between 9 and 15, you know, in the draft. 
And I'm just looking on the board and I'm seeing like the dudes that they saying is in front of me. And I'm like, I just want to get in front of them. That's all. I just want to get in front of them. And I, and I didn't get an opportunity to because I only had one workout. I just kind of invited everybody to the workout. And um, it obviously went good. But like, I just remember like really just locking in, man, and really getting myself in tip top shape. And the very first time in, the, in my life that I ate well um, and did the things that was really necessary. And man, it, it, it worked out. Like, I didn't think I would be the third pick, but it worked out into the draft. Right after that, it was tricky, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get but there. it was cool, though. Mm-hmm. Three months in, you get traded to Toronto. Talk about that. Yeah. Man, it was it was weird, man. Um, you know, you're the third pick in the draft, and you feel like you're going to be there. like At least for a year or two. It's a, a bad time. team. Yeah. You're the third pick. Most guys, they just give you the ball, and be, they live with... Which they just live through your mistakes until you develop. And I didn't really get that opportunity, but in all honesty, like, it wasn't like no coach hating. It wasn't none of that. Like, I just really wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. It was the first time that I'm playing against dudes that's bigger, stronger, better than me, you know, smarter. And it just took a while to make the adjustment. I was playing pretty good. I was playing for Rick Patino at the time. There was a lot of pressure on him. I remember, like, the day he traded me came into my hotel room, we was on the road, and was just like, look, man, I think you're gonna have a good career. You know, y'all heard this all before, because they are, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he was like, it's a lot of pressure on me, and I've always been a big fan of Kenny Anderson's. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. And he was <laughs> like, we got a chance to get him. So it was a three-way trade. I went to Toronto, Damon Stoudemire went to Portland, and Kenny A went to Boston. So just, the fact that I was in the trade with these these dudes, these dudes is cold. Like they they the dudes. Mm-hmm. So that you know that was cool. But I was really ready to get out of there because it was like a it was some days, bro. <laughs> with Patino, man, it was it was some days. I was like, I wish I'd have stayed in school, man. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. We pressing from the start of the game, like it was crazy. But that college energy don't transfer no, over to the league. Man, everything happened for a reason. Right. You know, it was all good. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy to look at your career, how it ended, to say that you started your first four seasons playing for four different teams. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. about that. It was tough in the moment a lot of times because I worked my ass off. Like, I never was, like, the dude that, like, I wasn't working mm-hmm. or, like, you know, I wasn't focused. Y'all know I don't drink, smoke. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I'm living right. Like, I'm right. doing everything that's necessary. Maybe you needed to have a goddamn supposed drink, supposed to child. be. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, I should have been hanging with you a little more. Huh? <laughs> but, no, nah, man, it was, it was. Um, I wouldn't trade my 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 flight, that my journey. plane for, for mm-hmm. nothing, mm-hmm. for nobody, you know, to be able to come in, fall all the way off, you know, and then get off the mat and then scrap all the way to the top. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Like, it made, when we won, it made it so much sweeter for me, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I always believed that that's what I could do. Yeah. And now I proved it to everybody. So it was it was a beautiful journey. You a big bro to me and a lot of others. Who was your OGs when you came in? You know, when I came in, and it's funny, it ties back into the last question, like, one of the reasons why my career ended up actually changing is when I went to Minnesota. I got the chance to be there with two people, Sam Mitchell and Terrell Brandon. Mm-hmm. And Sam was so big for me 
just in terms of like everything. Like this dude used to be, you know, we was young, we we young, we want to be in the club, we we kicking it. He'd be dressing up and going to these lunch meetings and all that. I'm like, yo, what you talking about in these meetings? So Sam was a vet at this time, not a coach. Yeah, right? he the old head. Nah, okay. he just the old head on the team. Mm -hmm. So he was like, one day he was like, you need to come with me and just don't even say nothing. Just sit down and just see what's going on. And man, it just taught me so much like about the transition. I'm like, this dude's a really a grown man. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Taught how to dress, how to talk, all of that. He taught mm -hmm. me so many of them things. And then basketball-wise, being able to learn behind Terrell Brandon, who was the craftiest, smoothest, smartest. Like, he was incredible. He was nice. So learning how to watch film, learning how to study my opponents, learning, you know, just breaking down everything. The dude took so much time with me, and it changed my life. It changed my career. So them, them dudes, I owe them a lot of respect and credit. Them was my OGs. It's funny because we had a chance to talk to a lot of former players this trip, and, and, and something Jack and I have been talking about is the lack of vets in the league. Yeah. And it wasn't even so much to, you know, some were on the court, some weren't, but they were teaching these life lessons. Mm -hmm. They were teaching you how to dress. They was teaching you how to move. They was teaching you life after. And, you know, now that roster spot is so valuable for every team that vets are 32, 33 now, not yeah. 37, 38 like when we came in. Yeah, yeah, and it, the, the game really changed when they took that out of mm -hmm. it because, like you said, it, it didn't even become about them playing no. 15, 20 minutes. You look at, you know, what Miami's done with UD, with UD mm -hmm. you know, um, and he's just raising their guys every single year into that culture. Holding them accountable. It's a big deal. Huge, It's huge, a big huge, deal, huge. and, and they, they kind of took that away. So now... Now, as a coach, I understand what that is. So now yeah. I'm playing, I'm wearing so many different hats with the little dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm that guy. Uh, you hire people around you that could be that guy. Like, you just, you have to find a way to, like, to make it that way because we need it. Yeah, for sure. In Minnesota, first two years, you make the playoffs. What was it like playing with KG? Man, that dude, as y'all know, like, just is never, I've never seen nothing like it. Mm -hmm. You know, what? What you see on TV, what everybody sees on TV is him running around cussing and going crazy all the time. The intensity, the investment that he has into it is every single day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Practice, shoot around, we hooping five on five. I never seen nothing like it. I really never seen nothing like it. So it was fun to be able to play with him. You know, um, I thought he made me better. You know, by way of just how he how he led the squad, we had a good connection, man. We had a good little thing, and that was at a time where my career was really kind of hanging in the balance. So, it was an important part of my career being there with with Tick. So, I'm thankful. That's my that's my man. Summer of '02, five year deal to go to Detroit. What made you choose Detroit? I really wanted to stay in Minnesota, mm. to be honest with you, because my career had really kind of changed and. Terrell Brandon was hurt, so that's how my opportunity came. Well, he was about to get back healthy. And um tired of bouncing around? Yeah, man. I just felt like Detroit was on the they was on the up at that time. They had just went to the second round of the playoffs. They had Ben, who was just got defensive player of the year. Corliss just got sixth man of the year. Rick Carlisle got coach of the year. I just felt like they needed a point guard. They had stack at the time, but I knew, you know, we ended up trading and getting ripped. But I just felt like they was kind of a point guard away, and I was finally ready mm. 
to lead. I was final. I learned all I needed to learn. I've been through that shit. And um, it was beautiful. Joe D was obviously the you know, the head man in charge and learned, being able to learn from him was killer. So I just felt good about it, man. And once I got there, when I was ready, never looked back. New level. I think you hit on something important right there because a lot of us get into the league and a lot of fans don't understand this. Younger players may be playing and getting minutes, but when do you, your light turned on, what's that, year five, year six for you? Mm -hmm. It takes a good three, four, five years to really understand the NBA game and people yeah. to understand that. You can get thrown in the fire and play well here and there, but to understand the intricacies of the game, yep. it takes a handful of years. Well, it does, and, and the irony of it is, say, say when I went to Boston, they just threw me the ball and just let me hoop, right? like they do a lot of people. Well, yeah, I would've got numbers. I would've got bread, I would've got all of that. But when you have to get on a team and you gotta learn how to like actually play with other good players and know what it takes to win, that's a totally different deal. Mm -hmm. That's a totally different deal. So I was forced to kind of do that. Most top picks that go to tough or bad teams they don't really learn how to win. They don't learn what it takes to be a real winner in mm -hmm. the game. But, you know, I, I was lucky. Mm -hmm. Carlisle gets fired in 03 uh, despite finishing the number one seed. Coach Larry Brown comes in. What changed when he came in? Larry, it's so funny. One of my college coaches told me back in college, like, you need to play for Larry Brown one day. And I didn't know what that meant. And I always just heard about Tough. This dude being really tough on point man. guards. Man, man, man. And Larry, man, I love him to death. I really do. But I lost a lot of sleep fucking with Larry, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Straight up. I lost a lot of sleep. I used to come back from trips one time. One time I came back from a trip, my wife was in the bed sleeping. I wake her up, I'm like, babe, she's tired as hell, right? I said, babe, I got to talk to you. So I started talking. I'm going, right? I'm just talking about him and what I'm going through. I look over, she knocked the fuck out, right? <laughs> I just kept talking, bro. I just, just kept talking. I had to get, it, out. I had had to to get, get it, it off out. me. Yeah. yeah. But this dude, man, Larry, like, he taught me so much. He demands, so demanding. He's relentless. And, um, but he cares, though. He really does care. Um, and he, he made our team into what it was. Uh, but I learned a lot from him, but it was, it was tough. It was some, some real tough lessons, but I'm grateful for him. Mm -hmm. The guard position in the 2000s. I mean, D-Wade, Kidd, Iverson, Barron, GP, uh, CP3, Nash, um, Gilbert. Who were some of the funner matchups you look forward to? Man, mm. all of those dudes <laughs> were so good. They was all fun because they was all different, you mm -hmm. know? Like, I would say my toughest matchup was probably, well, one of them was chasing AI. Mm. He's just a tough, I mean, he's just a nightmare because you could hit him like, you know I'm physical. You could hit him as hard as he's going to keep coming. He ain't never going to lay down. And he don't never get tired. He was just a, he was a, he was a beast. But then you got guys like, like Gil, who was as big as me, but he's fast like AI. And he shoot from where they shooting from now. Mm-hmm. And he don't got no conscience. He don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, he asks you. Like, he don't care. So, he was tough. Like, obviously, D. Wade and Steph Marbury mm. was always really tough. B.D. 
nightmare. Yeah. You know, like it People was don't realize so much how fun. good BD was. BD was a problem, bro. bro. BD was incredible, and he could guard though. Mm, play both sides. So not a lot of dudes was really as strong as me. He was, mm -hmm. and he was athletic. It was the nightmare. Every night was crazy, <laughs> right? right? It, was <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was crazy. So initial thoughts, Detroit has the number two pick. You got a chance to get Carmelo Anthony. We talked to him about this shit, and he, mm -hmm. you, his whole energy changed. The thought of what would have happened if I would have got drafted by Detroit. Man. You guys take Darko. Obviously took a chance. didn't work, but yeah. did you guys had a work. hell of a team. Did not but work. imagine that team with Carmelo Anthony. That did not work. Oh, my goodness, man. What was your guys' initial thought process, though, when it happened? We all thought we was taking Melo. Okay. We all was on deck. We was all was on board. We all thought Melo was Melo. Melo, we excited. It was perfect. Um, obviously, we had a team. We took Tayshawn the year before, but Tay would have been could have put him anywhere. perfect six-man Swiss Army man. He'd do whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I thought we was perfectly built to have Melo. Um, so what your you, starting lineup would have been? If Melo would have came? Melo would have been at the three. Um, Rip. Obviously, Rip, myself, Ben. We didn't have Sheed at the time. You we traded got for him that later season, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. During the, but by know. the end of the season, so it would have been Sheed, but Ben, Melo, you yeah. and Rip. Oh, with Tayshaun coming off the bench doing everything. It would have been crazy. Here's the, here's the interesting question. I say this all Man. the time. So, if we do get Melo... When was Bron going to ever take over? Because mm. people forget Melo was neck and neck with Bron rookie of the that year. That was a hell of a year. rookie season. But now we're in the same division. But he has, you have, you have a, he has a way better support system with y'all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, now he, now he going to get raised right in the game. Whole, his whole trajectory of his career. Times. Right. His whole trajectory of his career changes. Every, the, the narrative on him, his legacy. So I'm saying Bron is Bron, and we all know he's incredible. The, on Mount Rushmore. But when was he ever going to beat and be better? Than y'all with Melo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Yeah, you know? very. But, yeah, we all thought, we was, we all thought it was Melo. We was taking Melo. Damn. Who was the GM at the time? Joe Dumars. Damn, Joe, Joe D. D. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Joe D. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky right Players there. fuck up, I guess. Go ahead, Jack. 2004 finals. The whole world say y'all didn't have a shot. No, y'all wasn't thinking that. What was that? What was your train of thought? We here. It's funny, man. But we thought they didn't have a shot. Hmm. <laughs> like for real though. Best Not even on nothing cocky though. Like we was just. We felt like the way that they played, and the way that we played, we was a team, dog. Like we knew that. Yeah, we can't stop Cole. We can't stop Shaq. Them, they the best two players in the whole series. But our game plan was gonna be thorough. And we knew that they couldn't stop picking rolls with me and they can't stop rip on pin downs. So we knew that we had two things that no way that they could stop it. We can get a good shot anytime. And we knew we was just going to trap the hell out of Cole and we was going to play Shaq straight up and try to stay out of foul trouble. We was going to be fine. I really, really felt like there was no way that they could beat us in the series. I said it and told my wife that before the series. She, she laughed at me. <laughs> Damn. She even <laughs> laughed at me like, man, what? <laughs> So yeah, it's I funny. think we can. D. Ham was sitting here earlier today, and he just said he felt like something was off with them a yeah. little bit between their big with their big two, and yeah. you guys seen it and and just went to work on it. Yeah, we played into that. Like for instance, like I'm sitting there, like we we know that we could beat them. 
it wasn't a talent thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the best talent in the series. We had the best team. And we did play on that. You know, at that time, Cove had won finals MVP. It's always been Shaq. We know they had their little thing. And we really played into that. You know, we really did. Like, we, we trapped Cove. Cove was really frustrated with us trapping him. We played Shaq man-to-man. Shaq getting 35 and 18, but we keeping him on the floor because we going at, you know what I'm saying? Like, our game plan was really good. It played into their psyche. They didn't really let GP or Carl uh, Malone, they didn't throw them the ball. They didn't let them do nothing. You know what I mean? You know how the triangle was. So we had to worry about Cole, worry about Shaq, everybody else. We just stayed close. They didn't have no freedom. Mm. We just had too many weapons. We had too many weapons, and we just had, we played faster. We was just a better basketball team. You averaged 21-5, shot 47% from, from three, and won the finals MVP. Big shot. She said his whole life flashed when the buzzer sounded. <laughs> Talk about that, knowing you a champion. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was uh, obviously my shining moment in my career. She would say the same, Ripper said the same, everybody would say the same. Because that's all we played for, you know, for the win. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how I grew up in the game is you talk about going against other guys and competing against other guys and all those names you listed. The only thing as a point guard that matters is winning. Right. So if I win, say you, you got 28 and 12, I got 18 and 11, but I won. I won a matchup. Yeah, by far. That's how I'm built, though. Not even close. You know what I mean? So, like... All I cared about was winning. And I always felt like I could lead. I always felt like I could be a great player. And so in that moment, I validated that for not only for myself, for everybody. So it was it was my shining, it was my shining moment. It was the best moment, you know, my best sports moment in my life was being able to win it. I didn't even care about the finals MVP. I wasn't gunning for that. I just wanted to be a champion. Mm. I wasn't gunning for that at all. I didn't care about that. I wanted to be yeah, a champion. That type of player, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't care about that. I wanted to be a champion. So that was the that was the best feeling in the world. It was it was the greatest. She say they stayed in the in the arena damn near all night, back and forth <laughs> all night, all night. I still didn't drink. Didn't <laughs> you know? What's crazy is I told <laughs> uh, the funniest thing. I told I promised she that I would smoke with them. Yeah. If we won, and I promised Ben and them that I'd drink. Didn't do either. So we won, right? I was like, mm-mm, I ain't doing it. Because you know why? I don't want to forget about nothing that happened tonight. Yeah, because that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be too, I don't want to be nothing. So it was just I'm straight energy everything. for you from 9 a.m. until the next morning? It was man, just straight was adrenaline. Man, going hard. Natural. Watch, watching everybody be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at everybody. Damn, that's crazy. Give me, uh, just, I had to actually eat this too, but Malice in the Palace. Yeah. What was going on through your mind doing all that? That shit was sad, man. It was really sad because it was just unfortunate, bro, because it, was, it wasn't really a good game at the time. I mean, y'all cracked us. Y'all was playing with a different little chip than we was at the time. And I say this all the time. Like, it wouldn't have, if, if, if Ron would have just fought the dude that wanted to fight him, it wouldn't have been no malice in None the past. We'd have gave the people what they wanted. Just fight the dude that grabs you in your neck. Mm-hmm. If he would just did that, we wouldn't be talking about it this year. We'd just been like, damn, they, they, them boys got at it. That's it. That's it. 
which was what the league used to be anyway. Right. But it, that didn't happen, you know. Um, and it was really unfortunate because what most people don't know is that even though when we in the battle, it's on, but we all friends. It's cool, though. yeah. We was all we all homies though. We work out in the summer, like we all cool. So that's what the world don't know. Mm-hmm. And what the perception is is that we was fighting y'all. The reality is, none of us fought at all. It was the fans fighting y'all. Yeah. And it was everybody else. Like, wait, hold on. But that, it, you know. Perception is everything, you know. But it was unfortunate. I remember getting back to our locker room, and Larry Brown, our coach, was sobbing, crying like somebody died. And when he finally came to, he was just like, we gave the game a black eye. Yeah, I remember you, you telling me that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, like, it was just sad, man. My my daughter who's in here right now, my my wife, my two, two daughters at the time, now three, but they was there. D. Ham's boys was there. Everybody crying. It was just was crazy. So it was unfortunate, man. It really was unfortunate. Uh, blockbuster trade, 2008, involving you for Allen Iverson. What was your first reaction to the trade? I was surprised. I was surprised because, um, you know, they told me I wasn't going nowhere again. <laughs> again, mm-hmm. for like the fifth time. Um, and especially, you know, you kind of believe it at that moment for what all I did for the you know, for the organization, for the city. So I was surprised. I was. I remember I was in Charlotte. We was 4-0 at the time, start of the season. I was getting dressed um, for shoot-around. Wife called me, and she was like, what's going on? I'm like, what you mean? She was like, turn on Sports Center." That's how I found out I got traded from Detroit, bro. Shit going across the AI. You were in the locker room? No, I'm in my hotel room. Oh, getting ready for shoot-around. Getting ready for shoot-around in the morning. So that's how I found out, which, you know. how they not tell that's why you? That's so weird. Yeah, it was, it was, I was really surprised by it. it. It broke up a lot of stuff. I mean, we was ripped, still, everybody was still, Ben was gone, you know. But, um, yeah, I was really surprised by it. I was hurt by it, too. You know, I love Detroit. You know, I, I, that's, that's where I, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got a, a huge affinity for that city, for the organization. But you know, business happens. You know, business happens, and I, I then kind of just readjusted my lens. And when I went to Denver, it was really it was just Chuck for me, you know. And um, then was all my boys too: Kmart, Bird, Mello, Swiss, Jr. So them was my guys. But they had never won more than one game in a playoff That's series in like yeah. seven years, and I'm like, why? <laughs> All this talent. So I just looked at it as a great challenge for me uh, to really just kind of put my ism on the situation. But go home on top of it. You know, and I'm at the house. Right. I'm at home. It was just a beautiful thing, even though I never wanted it to happen. So I just wanted to take full advantage of it and see how far we could press it. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. What's it like playing? Now you get your chance to play with Prime Mellow. You guys both make the All-Star game the first year together. Mm -hmm. What was he like? Man, it was so much fun. I feel like at the time, I was like 32, into my prime, still good, but I can't really carry the team. But he could carry it every night. And so I really needed him. You know what I mean? I really needed him, and he was a mm. unstoppable. People don't understand. He could give it to you on three levels, however you want it. I mean, it was incredible. This dude was the most talented dude I ever, I ever seen, ever played with. Um, and I needed him at the, that time in my career, and he obviously needed me too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was a perfect. It was literally perfect. 
And he listened, and Melo, he, he never missed a practice. He practiced hard. He come to work every day. It was beautiful. I just was like, damn, what? why they can't get over the hump? But then, you know, you start you start to just make people refocused. And I come, and you know how I come. Mm-hmm. You know how I am anyway. I'm every day with it. So I think they kind of understood, like, damn, it's a new sheriff. Mm-hmm. Like, we got we to gotta square up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was, man, it was it was so much fun. It ended up being one of my most fun seasons, um, being able to turn that, help turn that thing around. 2009, the number two seed in the West, Melo, JR, Kmart, Nene. You guys are really, feel like you guys have a chance to win a championship. Yeah. You guys run into Kobe in the Western Finals. Talk mm, to us about mm, that series. Mm. Man, that series was so good. It was so good. I felt like... Um, I felt like the winner of that series was going to win it all. That was the finals. That was it. That was it. And we did a good job. We stole one of the games, uh, one of the first two games. Did a really good job. And it was crazy because even the game, the couple of the games that we lost where it was on the line, man, it was like end of the game, can't get the ball in bounds type situation. Turn it over. You know Twice, right? Two times. Minimum one time mistakes. Trevor stole it. One time L.O. Lamar deflected it. And so, like, it, it man, it crushed me, man, because we, we would have, we would I feel like we would have we smacked Orlando that series, um, that next series, just like the Lakers did. But, yeah, no, nah, it was seeing Melo and, and Cole really go at it. Really go at it. was it. fun, man. Mm-hmm. It was fun to be a part of that. It was really fun to be a part of that. And see, that was history because Cole was, he was so determined to win the championship without, without Shaq. Shaq. I mean, he was literally, when they, when they, it was game six, the game got away. Boom, you know how to check the starters out so the fans can. So they checking us out. So I, you know, go up to him, tell him good luck, good job, whatever. He was crying, bro. Crying, like tears crying. He was so happy. To be going to the finals, I mean, he was he was crying. I was like, "The dude is different, too, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's incredible." Traded to the Knicks in eleven with Melo. Kmart felt like if Melo had went, although he's a big piece, and they were able to keep you, you guys still had action in Denver. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I agree. I agree um, because we still had a lot of talent. We played a lot of games without Melo that year. Uh, he had got hurt a few times. And I think we went like 12 and one or something without him. But we still was good. Little Ty Lawson was the, was the rook. He was just trying to raise him, and he was tough at the mm-hmm. time. You know, Coming he, downhill. He couldn't even stop the little dude. So I do, I agree with Kmart. Like, we still would have had a really good team. Could we have won a championship? Probably not. But we would have been a problem, though. Mm-hmm. Spent two seasons in L.A. with the, that, that young Clipper team that was trying to fight an identity. Mm-hmm. Tear your Achilles there, but... We had so much talent. What do you Man. think was our biggest issue or a, few, or a few of our issues? We did have so much talent, Matt, and we had vets. I think our biggest issue there was um, our young guys, which was Chris was kind of young but not much, but like DJ and Blake. So those were, those, those was our, that was the franchise, those three guys. I don't think that they were mentally ready to – win you know they were still young they were still like needing to get paid and all-star was everything and you can't when you're trying to win you can't worry about stuff like that as we know you can't worry about it even though that matters 
you got to be chasing the chip, not all-star. Mm-hmm. And there was always a little bit of dissension between Chris and Blake and DJ. You know, it was Blake and DJ's show. And then Chris comes in, and everybody's Chris Paul everything. They all in competition. And it's tough. You know, it's tough. It's and then tough. I saw what I mean. What I saw was I saw DJ start getting better too. So now he wasn't. Now mm-hmm. he was competition too. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? First it was Live City with Blake, and Blake's all over all the commercials. All Star, his team. CP comes in. CP helps DJ take his game to the next level. Now DJ's All Star consideration, yep. Olympic team, yep. Defensive Player of the Year consideration. So it was. It was really. The accolades amongst them three, it, it, it's an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. But they were, man. So good. When we, when we, were, on, when we were on point, oh, though, it was so much unbelievable. Fun, right? Unbelievable. I enjoyed that time, man. I really enjoyed that. Team those was couple deep, years. too. Until like I heard, I enjoyed it. Deep. <clears throat> you called the kid quits in 2014. Mm-hmm. What was the deciding factor? You just knew it was time? Stack, I just didn't have nothing left, man. You know, when I tore my Achilles, um, I wanted to make sure that I just I went out on my own, but I was never the same. I, I, I mean, it was 17 years. I gave it all I had, you know, and I felt that way when it was time. I'm like, man, it's just, it's just time. I ain't got nothing left. My my, my go-to, they in front of me. I can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they blocking my pull up. I'm weak. I'm weak. Yeah, for yeah, real. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm weak out here. Like I got. It's time to go. It's time to go, man. So I had to shut it down. You know, you you, you got to know when you nasty out there. Man, you got to know, know when you weak. You got to <laughs> you got to just get on out the way. Some people don't. Thanks, they don't. These dudes is fast. I can't stay in front. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm gone. Mm. I'm gone. When did you buy your first Wendy's, and how many do you own? So I retired at 14 in 2013. Um, I, man, I. I am so lucky to have a business partner that I have in Junior Bridgman, mm-hmm. who is a uh, beast. Anybody don't know who Junior Bridgman you need is, to do read your up. homework. Do your homework. This dude became one of my biggest mentors, um, and I just learned so much from this guy. I used to fly to Louisville, Kentucky, which is where his headquarters is, mm-hmm. like three summers in a row to just like be a fly on the wall, just learn. We ended up buying and getting, so we own 31 Wendy's, Restaurants now, probably got to do another three or four in the next few year or two. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm lucky to be in that little situation. Mm-hmm. I learned so much, you know, from him, and I love being in in the franchising business and fast food business. Being able to give a lot, a lot of people jobs that the whole world deem, mm-hmm. you know, different. So um, I take a lot of pride in that. Mm-hmm. I got five daughters, plus a bonus daughter. You got three girls. How does it feel being a girl dad? I love it. I love it. I love it. I really do. I'm so proud of my girls, man. Um, my one is 24. My oldest is 24. She's just got her master's a couple months ago. Um, she's off working for the Bucks now, doing a great job. My middle daughter's 21. She just got her bachelor's from USC a couple months ago. She's a professional dancer now and my youngest is 16 so she's a junior um in high school and i'm just proud of them man you know i'm proud of them my wife did a great job i know i you know i'm on the road chasing greatness my whole life you know they whole life right so to have my wife be able to step up and do her thing and i did all the best i could do you know but i'm proud i'm really proud of them for sure 
All right, we're going to go on the quick hitters. Five dinner guests dead or alive. Mm. I want Malcolm X and Martin Luther King at the table. Them boys. I want Pac at the table. Them boys. Y'all going to fuck something up. It's going to be on. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. going to be on. We're going to talk about some real rap. We're going to have a up. real rap. Who else? I miss my grandpa, man. I love to have my grandpa in the mix. Thanks. For real, for real. Thanks. I say I would say my, uh, 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 Nelson Mandela. Hmm. Nice. It's nice five. We got to have a dinner, man. That's nice five. We have, I don't know where we going. That's but nice We got to have a dinner. <laughs> uh, an album you can listen to with no skips. Man, I'm going right now. Kendrick's new joint. Oh, you on it? Ooh. It's tough. Ooh. Heavy. You talking about some heavy, Deep heavy, yeah. heavy. Relevant things in that album. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. What did Ebro say? Don't say you don't like it. Just say you don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, Ebro said. Man, it's incredible. I ain't skipping nothing. I'm taking my time with that. Mm -hmm. Top five point guards of all time. Damn. Obviously, Magic, Zeke. This one gets tricky, man. J Kid. I'm going J Kid. GP, that fifth spot is always tricky. <laughs> J Kid, GP. I want to throw that boy in there. That boy down there in Golden State. He may he crack your top five. Yeah, but I don't I don't not there yet. I no. No, he's 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 okay. there, but I don't see him as a point guard though. Okay. I think he's the greatest combo guard to ever play the game. He spends most of his time off of the ball. Off screens. But he plays the position, so let's just, we'll keep it official. He yeah, plays the position, so you got to give it to him. Yeah, but you a, say you feel like he's seat. the greatest combo guard of all time. Of all time. He's in his own, like, there's, there's nobody else you can, mm -hmm. he's in his own lane. You know what I'm saying? Combo. A starting five of your former teammates, you're the point guard, so who you got at the two, three, four, and five? <laughs> You know, I really just picked my Pistons team. Rise, Great, you and she, alive. you and she. <laughs> she did the same thing. That's five alive. You, you already know. That's she. how we get it. That's you too easy. Yeah. Y'all the best five alive as long as me and Ron suspended. Ooh, man, we're the, we're, we're the crack child, I'm just man. saying, we only had one, we had, we only had you one cracker man. child. You see what happened. You know, y'all had one cracker child. We y'all had one child. Y'all had one crack at us. And we blasted oh, y'all. You wasn't on the team we beat, huh? No, y'all beat them the year before I wasn't on that team. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, Lucky yeah. I, I wasn't in that. Lucky I didn't take you. that beat down. No, nah, y'all was good. You know what? For real, for real. Y'all was nice. Really nice. There's a butt coming, though. But y'all ain't mentally. We, we, we wasn't ready. Y'all too we wild. Y'all was too wild. We had everything. We going to play into that all day. Yeah, yeah. We going to step on you. We going to hit you. You going to hit us best. Tech you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me and Ron. You two games. If it ain't for that... Y'all might y'all want y'all got y'all good enough to win the chip. Mm. Yeah, we just but went that's here. a big piece though. Yeah, big you know piece. that. That's the main that. piece. Main piece. That's the main piece. That's facts. Goons, skill, everything. Smart. Y'all had all that. Yep. Firecrackers though. Yep, too many. Too many firecrackers. <laughs> too never, many firecrackers, bro. Should have never gave you niggas money. <laughs> First thing you do in the morning, last thing you do at night. First thing I do in the morning. Um Man, I usually get up on, and just kind of sit on the side of my bed and just kind of think real quick, you know. Ponder. Sometimes I pray, sometimes I don't. But I just sit there and just kind of think, you know, like, what, what's ahead of me? You know, mm -hmm. what I got today? 
most of the time, the last thing I do, I take a shower and just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, I usually just sit inside of my bed and just think for a few minutes, man. You know, just, just Get the day going. be thankful. You know what I mean? It's just what I got today, like what's going on. That's, that's kind of how I start and end it. Mm-hmm. If you could see one guest on All The Smoke, who would it be? But you have to help, them, help us get your answer on the show. I'd like to give you a, a request, if you don't mind. What we got? Junior Bridgman. Junior I want to have him. That'll be we have way. no contact with him, so. I, that'll be heavy. I could probably get I that think down the, I think the, I think the world would really soak that up. Man, One of the dude. brightest minds, and people don't even know who he is. He is. He really, it's funny, man. I wish I would have uh, did this early because he was just here. We oh, just, was he? We was just, we golfed yesterday morning. Yeah. He flew in on his plane. Ooh, we, had, <laughs> we We played, yeah. we went to Bob Lanier's uh, memorial. Yeah. And then, because he played with him for four yeah. years, played golf and left. But I'll I, I, I okay. put it together. Yeah, I'll put it together. Yes. love that, bro. I'll put it together. Close it out, bro. You introduced us, close it out. Uh, thanks, my bro. Big bro. Shines for being on the show, man. Uh, we appreciate you. You know, we always... Look up to you. You know, me and you had some other stuff going on, but to be a coach now, right where we thought you should be or running the team, you know, we knew you belonged somewhere in that category, bro. But future. Yeah, but um, nothing but love and success to you. We appreciate you coming on the show, taking time, bro. I love y'all, man. You, appreciate you. Now you're going to close this shit out. Yeah, I already know. I already know. Oh, wait, oh. We, got, we got some goodies. We got some uh, legends. And all the smoke collab for you. Okay. Some, Some fresh stuff, gear. You stuff, know you stay fresh. Stuff to work it. out in. Yeah. Appreciate Already. you, man. Well, that's Already. a wrap. Chauncey Billups, all the smoke. Big shot. Summer League 2022. You can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. See y'all next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.